0: Welcome to the Program Pod, a national award-winning program on the RCBC Podcast Network, which takes a deep dive into the programs offered at RCBC through different perspectives of students, faculty, and employers. All right, now I brought in another presidential award winner here as we're going through rehearsals for the once again first time ever rcbc winter commencement from uh, december 20th all three ceremonies are going to be taking place with liberal arts stem health sciences and this time award winner or presidential award winner adama jones adama how you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. And uh, what uh, ceremony? You gonna be speaking in front of?
1: I'm going to be speaking for the STEM from ceremony. the STEM.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel? After I going feel through
1: it? very good. Um, I'm very honored to be speaking. Um, it's funny because the process for speaking was hilarious. I didn't think I was gonna speak. I got the opportunity, and I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I just <laughs> want to get my diploma. <laughs> and mom was like, You should do it. And I'm like, No, I'm okay. You know, I'm kind of like. I just wanted to be low-key about it, and then eventually it just fell into place, and I'm a speaker now. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So your story. You know, how did you get to here? you know, the one to be in presidential award? Because you have an exceptional story, too, which is obviously one of the reasons why you were chosen to be uh, one of the RCBC's presidential award for the winter commencement.
1: I went to a vocational school. I went to BCIT mm-hmm. and um, which is Burlington County Institute of Technology, for those who don't know. Yep. And um, I was in the fashion program um, and I was in sophomore year when COVID hit. So that was a really tough year. Um When I was in my sophomore year, I was cool. I was chilling because I was at home. I could eat however much I wanted to. I didn't have to ask these the bathroom. Like, there was just little pros to it. And I could kind of do what I wanted to after all my schoolwork was done. Um, But then summer 2020 was a big, big, like, hit for me because I was kind of on my own personal growth journey. And long story short, it really impacted my mental health. And I just wasn't the same person. Mm -hmm. So... When I was in my junior year, I was in AP classes, and I'm like going through my own internal turmoil, and it was just a really hard time for me. And I was, I almost had, I like had senioritis in junior year. It already I knew hit. that, yeah. and um, because I was a hybrid, so I was going in person, and I was also virtual, so it was almost like there was no one at school really. So I just felt like a senior. I was just like I, I, like, I could not imagine myself doing another year of that. So um, it was the summer going into senior year. My mom. Was like, hey, like you should, you know, we had our own personal reasons why I might have dropped out of school earlier, but she was like, um, you know, you can get if if things don't work out the the way that we want them to for senior year, you can just be homeschooled for your senior year, or you can get your GD. And I was just like, I'm just gonna get it. Like, I'm not even gonna wait for any circumstance to happen. I just want to get my GED. So, just
2: don't get
1: she out was, of the way. Right? Just get out the way. She yeah. was like, Are you sure? Because she <laughs> didn't expect me to take up on that opportunity. And sure. I was like. Yeah, like I am ready. I don't want to do another year of this. So, I left in I believe July. Um I said my goodbyes to some of the faculty and um you know, it's funny because in my transition, a lot of people were I I can tell they almost were a little disappointed that I went to a, a community college because I had a really high academic standing. You know, I was I was just really good and I had a reputation for being good from in you know, in high school. So, you know, when I would talk to some people, they're like, oh, I expected you to go to like Harvard or I expected you to go to Howard or something like I didn't expect you to go to RCBC. And I didn't I mean, a part of me was just like, "But be- like, I didn't really think that the school was what made me. And I said that in my speech, nope. but that doesn't really matter to me. It was more of what I was getting out of the school and what effort I was putting into it. The beauty about community colleges is that there's not fluff in it. So. There's no shade to any large universities or anything, but I just, I'm more of like a straightforward person. I'm just there to kind of get the job done. And that could have been a blessing and a curse in my earlier college career, because I think I was so focused on getting the job done. I wasn't really focused on building relationships. Like, I was just like, go to class and go home. I wasn't involved. And I, I, I give myself grace because I was going through a tough time in that moment. I was kind of coming out of a hole at that point. So I think isolation is what helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think a big like I could not see myself going to a big university. Like I just was not in the mental state for that. So go back to July. I, I leave BCIT and um, I Went to Barnes and Noble. I found the GED studying materials, and at first I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And then me and my mom were sitting on the bench, looking through the books, and she was like, "This, Adama, you can do this. Like, this is so easy." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I we just decided I decided to leave after I saw that, and then I took my test. Um, it took probably about like a week for me to take all the tests because there's four parts to the GED, and I I aced it, and I was able to enroll. Literally, like. I think I enrolled, yeah, July and August. Uh, no, I think I the whole process was like August was me trying to enroll and like get my classes together and stuff. So it was like a a big time crunch. Um, but I got through, and the beauty about RCBC is that it's open enrollment, so there's no like, I mean, as long as I'm, I'm sure as long as you have your credentials as far as your high school and stuff, you're fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they saw that I had a GD, they were like, okay, you're you're in. You know, I was I didn't know that 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 was the way RCBC worked, so. Um, that was beautiful and um yeah, it's just I just started school ever since.
0: Yeah, and now you're here doing presidential award, <laughs> um, and you know, and I kind of had a similar path of sorts. Um, I thought I was gonna go to to some prestigious school. I had great, great grades, trying to go to athletics. My dad, I was fighting with my dad because um, he thought I might party myself out of school, right? Because I did have, I did have some some bad influences and such. But I still got my, I had my stuff together and was still getting some uh, great grades. Mm-hmm. And I busted my butt to get to, get to that point. But he's like, I'm not sure if I trust you. He's like, but if you go to community college and you really figure out what you want to do he's like i'll pay for that but you go off the school you're going to pay for yourself and kind of wanted to gamble and i wasn't sure if that's what i wanted to do um i thought i really knew what i wanted to do but it wasn't, I wasn't i'm grateful for the community college because i came here uh, at the time it was Bronx county college but that really kind of set my path because a lot of times people go to the school not really knowing what they're doing mm-hmm. recently like there's a lot of fluff they get out there and they're like they're not prepared for it right mm-hmm. and then they 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 either fail out, withdraw, whatever, and then come back to the community college, get themselves right, and really prepare themselves. And I think, um, you know, that, that's the beautiful thing I think about RCB scene, like you said, open enrollment. We uh, talked about the GED. We're doing adult basic education, graduation on top of that, uh, and part of the, all these ceremonies and stuff. But what I was reading from your story though is that you still look like you're sticking with fashion, which I found to be pretty incredible. So I guess you're really yeah. passionate about fashion. I am, you know, but what, honestly. What
1: is it about? I'm in a space where I'm, I'm I want to still be in the, in the arts. I still want to be in design, but but I'm still figuring out specifically what I want to start with, like what I want to do because I've lately, like in the past past few years, I've adopted the mindset that you don't need to be a part of one career. Nope. And so there are certain people that inspire me, um, that they tap into multiple careers. They might be into music, but they also have a fashion line. And you see a lot of that today where you don't have to be one thing. Like you can be multiple, you can be in multiple careers and they don't even have to do with each other, you know? So, um, I'm in a are, space...
0: Not to cut you off, but who are some of these inspirations?
1: Um, Well, some people that have inspired me is like Rihanna, Kanye West. Like the fact that they have tapped into multiple Absolutely. industries and they've, cap- and they've like capitalized off of that, you know, off their multiple skills, they don't feel the need. You can even say that with Beyonce, like they, she has Ivy Park, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not only limited to one field, you know what I'm saying? So I'm in a space where... And it's funny because, you know, I'm also still in school for my uh, bachelor's in global business at Rome and I'm doing the three plus one program. Awesome. So, um, you know, I when I have that mindset of like you can kind of, you know, you can you can capitalize off of anything. Um, you know, There I just realized there's so many opportunities for me. There's so many like industries that I can tap into. So, yes, fashion has been a passion for mine for a long time. Um I wouldn't say it's as strong for me anymore, but um, I definitely still want to be in the arts for sure. Yeah.
0: And like you said, uh, going with the 3 Plus 1 program and building off that, that business model uh, – you need it and i think i don't, i never wanted to just stay one stream right mm-hmm. like I, when i was telling a lot of my students you know cuz again coming more from a radio background i used to be just like an audio guy but i kept telling them like you need to be video and you need to be doing social stuff because now jobs people you know they're doing influencers um a lot of my companies are hiring people just to do social media stuff but you can use your voice you can use the video um you know as i was joked around like j of all trades right mm-hmm. but um but i also i get bored real quick too right mm-hmm. so it's like i need to feed my feed my beast but i like have i have Passion for woodworking. I have a passion for doing voiceover and commercial work mm-hmm. and stuff. Because I don't know, maybe you're on that same wavelength of just that creative mindset. But also, you know, keep hunger for more, right? And how mm-hmm. to kind of really get out there in the world and put yourself out there. But um, you know, Kanye, how he's very impressive and obviously some of the business models that he's creating, yes, not just absolutely. some of the music and uh, easy and stuff. So, um, and we can talk a, a lot more. We bring some other. Uh, you know, another presidential award winner on here as we're doing this commencement coverage on this uh, edition of the program pod for the podcast. So, uh, do you have an end goal. Do you know, you're still kind of feeling yourself out. Like obviously, you said you're still going to school and doing the whole business model. What where are you seeing yourself a couple of years from now?
1: Um, I always just tell people entrepreneurship. <laughs> okay, it's good. Um, it's good out. Yep. I just know that whatever I do, I want to own it. Yep. Um, and be the one, the head of it. Um. But essentially, that's it. That uh, I'm interested in hospitality, like um, the hospitality industry. I'm interested in music. Like I'm interested in a lot of things. Um, and I, I'm almost I'm before I couldn't understand that people how people couldn't know where they wanted to go, because for so long I told myself i'm doing fashion like fashion 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 and now i give those people more grace because i'm like it's okay to not know mm-hmm. even if you're a grown adult and you still don't really know like it's perfectly fine it doesn't mean that it, there's something wrong with you or you failed like it, it's okay you know because we all have an inner child we all have new passions we don't have i feel like you're dying if you're not exploring yep. your passions you Absolutely. know yeah. no, anything that Anything that doesn't grow is dying. So you have to kind of like feed those um, those passions those that, that you get, even if it's fleeting, if, even if you only pursue something for a few months, it's okay. Yeah. Because at least you can look back years from now and be happy that you fulfilled that versus being miserable because you've conditioned yourself to be committed Contempt. to something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Contempt. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: yeah.
0: Well, and again, because Rohaf, we just spoke with her, she said the same thing. Can't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of... You know, it's such a great inspirational quote, and that's something I kind of want to have you, you know, leave us out with. And I said, um, she said, just don't be afraid to fail because, you know, throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, and then eventually something will stick. But like I said, you don't know if you don't try. And I, I had some and I had something similar too. It's unfortunate with COVID. I, you know, I owned a brewery on top of, of things. My passion was craft beer. Like I have, a lot of people say, what don't you do, right? Because mm-hmm. doing audio, doing everything else. But um, I had a really passion for just. It was more about the. the the brewing of beer and creating it, right? right then actually kind of tasting it and sharing it with others. But it's just, I, I think that's like that artsy stuff that's in me. Um, but then eventually turned it into a business. Now I had an opportunity to kind of buy in did not see a worldwide pandemic a part of my risk assessment. Unfortunately mm-hmm. that ruined it and closed our business and stuff. But I'm glad I went through that experience even though I lost some of the money because I went through saying what, no, I don't want to say what if because what happens if that business had a chance to buy in and I didn't and it took off, then I would, you know, kind of hate myself. It's okay to fail, right. you know, and my wife was appreciative of it because she was super supportive of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had to get out there. Like you said, you do out there, and you try, it didn't work out. Cool. Move on to the next. You Absolutely. know, you, know? you got to have, the, you just, can't, can't let it get to you. And I think that's another reason why they, you know, I can see your vibe and feel your vibe there. It's why they kind of brought you in be making you another presidential award uh, winner <laughs> and get ready to have to speak in front of everybody else. So before, you know, for some parting words for your fellow classmates, I know you kind of just touched on it, Don't be afraid to fail, you know, um, get into some of your passions and stuff, but just leave us like a little, what kind of inspirational message to your fellow classmates, anybody, mom, whatever, what do you, what do you got? <laughs>
1: um, I would pretty much say that in order to, achieve whatever you want, you have to be in tune with yourself. You like success is an internal is an internal work before anything else because if you're not in tune with yourself internally, I won't say that whatever you attempt won't work out, but it'll just make it harder. And you have to like really understand why you're doing what you're doing what you're doing. You have to know, like from your core, what you're really inspired by. I'm someone who's very much into spirituality, and so I believe that we all have a divine purpose. Mm-hmm. And you really have to be in tune with what that is for you. I I consider myself a spiritual person. I'm not religious, but if you are, be in tune with that deeply. I I really believe that you have to have your purpose. Like you have to be operating from a place of purpose in order to be so. Um, so so driven you know um that tr- that troubling year of 2020 like literally changed my life and i always say it's the worst year of my life <laughs> but it also was the best year because i wouldn't be the, the woman i am today without that year and it it made me so much stronger in my spirituality um because i feel that's what helped keep me keep me here you know what i'm saying and i feel that even if you didn't go through anything dramatic you know you still need to be in tune with who you are in order to um, to achieve what you want to, you know.
0: Big believer, like you said, divine purpose. I think you know, 2020 happened for a reason. It for whatever reason it happened. Yeah. Right. But it kind of starts creating some of the paths. You don't know what that path is, but you know, um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger type thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> well, let's see what I did there. Uh, all right. So Adama, again, congratulations on Thank one you. of the presidential award winners. Looking forward to hearing your speech and for the commencement and stuff. So, uh, good luck with that. And, Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank
0: you. I just loved Adama's attitude right there and perspective on life by saying, get in tune with yourself and how we all have a divine purpose, proving once again why she was a well-deserved President's Award winner at RCBC's inaugural winter commencement. Now I'm going to take it back down to our marketing intern, Eli, who had a chance to catch up with some students before the STEM and adult basic education commencement was about to take place.
3: Hello, my name's Eli. I'm here with... DeAndre. DeAndre, I gotta ask you. Well, first and foremost, congratulations. Uh, I want to ask you before you know we have this uh, commencement uh, ceremony. How are you feeling?
4: Um, I feel accomplished, honestly. You know, because I've been here for a while now and stuff like that too. And um, being here, I've been experiencing a lot of stuff, you know, like meeting new people, experience the life on campus and everything, you know. It's not as much as like a university, but I'm glad to be here, honestly. You know, my getting connected with professors, certain clubs and stuff too, like the Latinx, um, the minority, BRAVE, which this called, um, you know, certain things. This school has a lot to offer for people that don't know what they're doing to start with and stuff like that, so I recommend it to any other ones too. For
3: sure, what would you say is your favorite like extracurricular or club or something that you've got involved in outside the classroom?
4: Outside the classroom, I want to uh, uh, shout out to Brave, honestly. So because I was there since the beginning when it was used to be called something else like True Essence. And then now it's be like seeing how it matures only, having new people come in, doing certain things like campus tour, bringing speakers in and stuff like that. I like that so much. Barbershop talk, you know, love it so much.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, to wrap it all up, what would you say is one thing that you're most grateful for during your time here at RCBC.:
4: I'm most likely grateful for the people i met, so like my friends and my professors, honestly. I would not be there without them, honestly, to be here graduating. What's your major? Uh, electrical Engineering Technology. Alright, awesome. Yo, thank you so much, bro.
3: Hello, my name's Eli. I'm here with... Frank Med. Frank, nice to meet you. Also, congratulations as well. What would you say is one thing that you're most grateful for during your time here at RCBC?
4: What I'm most grateful for is actually getting my degree because I know it's not an easy thing to do because figuring out how my parents didn't go to college and, like, they're really relying on me to, like, fulfill their promise. So I'm really just a first-generation student and I'm just really happy to get my degree.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Would you say that you know being a first gen really was one of the things that motivated you the most during your time here at R C B C, or were there other motivating factors while you are inside the classroom, like friendships or other relationships that you are able to create during your time here?
4: Well, what I'm most motivated on doing is actually like learning new things, because always want to want to try something new.
3: Any advice or things that you've learned during your time here at R C B C that you can uh, that you would tell? your fellow graduates or people who are going to graduate who are going to be in your shoes sooner
4: rather than later? First off is never give up. That's that's the number one rule. And second, do something that you're really good at like that, man. Appreciate it, bro. Congratulations
3: once
0: again. Never give up indeed. And great hearing from a few students talking about the BRAVE program, which stands for Brothers Achieving Excellence, which is an institutional effort to uh, increase successful progress and graduation rates of RCBC African-American, black, and Latino male students through various ways, including barbershop talks, campus tours, to four-year schools, connections, and a whole bunch more. So if you want some more information about that BRAVE program, you can visit rcbc.edu slash BRAVE. Meanwhile, Wow. Let's take you to the 2023 STEM winter commencement and hear President Ciosi welcoming the crowd of family and friends in the Voda auditorium, along with a snippet from President Award winner Adama Jones' speech.
2: Good afternoon. All right, full disclosure, this is our first time ever doing this, so we had to guess on size. So we had like 90 graduates this morning or earlier today. Um, there's clearly not 90 of you. So I'm going to need you guys to be doubly loud, okay? Uh, I ha- Perfect. I think we're gonna have fun. This time of year, you know, everything is kind of crazy and there's, there's a lot of different emotions for a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, this room is filled with pride of past accomplishments, optimism for future success, and I'm humbled to be among inspirational graduates They're proud and supportive friends and families, and those of us who are privileged to work with all of them. I guess STEM is hard, right? That's why there's so few graduates, right? I think that's that's the trick here. Liberal arts, it was like packed, uh, or it's going to be packed because it's cakewalk. This ceremony celebrates graduates from programs in the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics division. Today is historic. This is the first time ever that RCBC has hosted a December commencement to celebrate the success of our students who completed their academic journeys in either August or December. It's also the first time that we are including students who earned their high school equivalency through our adult basic education program. Welcome, your accomplishment is worthy of celebration. Next up, we're gonna hear from an extremely impressive Baron. Any great success usually requires someone taking a risk and betting on themselves. Many graduates have rolled the dice, worked hard, and are here today as proof of that success. Our speaker, Adama Jones, bet on herself big time. She was a successful high school student, but she decided it was time to move ahead after the pandemic hit. She courageously decided to end her high school career, to take the GED test and enroll in RCBC with a month of ending her junior year of high school. Those graduates celebrating earning their GED today will tell you that that task is challenging. Her venture paid off. She's graduating today with a 4.0 in the fashion design program while pursuing a 3 plus 1 degree in business administration. While here at RCBC, she began her professional career with interior design and fashion design. She has presented her designs in professional shows and will be part of Atlantic City Fashion Week in February. It's good for the casinos that she's too young to gamble, because she'd wipe them out. That's a good one. (laughs) Try the veal. I'll be here all week. Uh, Please welcome President's Award winner, Adama Jones.
1: Thank you, President Ciosi, for that beautiful introduction. I am so proud and honored to be speaking before so many beautiful high achievers in front of me. What does it mean to be a high achiever anyway? Being a high achiever means exercising a healthy mix of courage, confidence, willpower, reaching beyond the stars, and something I like to call supernatural alignment. Reaching beyond the stars is one of the things that you've never seen nor experienced, whether that be in your family, your town, your country or the world. Courage means going after your biggest dreams regardless of the insecurities you may face. Confidence means ignoring the naysayers, your past trials and tribulations and striding with your strengths on your back. Willpower looks like not letting your immediate circumstances stand in your way and taking the extra mile even when it's painful. Lastly, my favorite is supernatural alignment. It means pursuing as if you would already accomplished, being one with your vision. There are so many amazing individuals that I went to school with every day, and as much as we blend into the crowd on campus, I've discovered that there were talented, skillful, and insightful individuals surrounding me all along. Getting your degree is a huge accomplishment because it took dedication. You had all the options of giving up, and some of you may have left the path for a little while, but you are here, which means you have succeeded. I'm sure you've had to practice courage, confidence, willpower, visualization, and self-trust along all of your paths. From the cap on your head to the gown on your body, it looks like your efforts paid off. You are all high achievers. This degree is the fruit of your labor, and hopefully it is a worthwhile chapter in your highest purpose in life. Take as much time as you need to reflect on yourself through this journey. What have you learned? How did you grow as a person? Who did you meet along the way? What have you overcome? As you go through these thoughts, you'll realize that you're a lot greater than you probably give yourself credit for. Today, we celebrate our accomplishments, but don't keep your pride only for today. Carry this pride with you into the future and never take yourself for granted. Congratulations, class of 2023, and thank you for
2: having me. Congratulations to the members of the class of 2023. One final thing. Graduates, you may now move your tassels from your right to your left. Let's go. This crowd's not, not letting me down. They're small, but they're mighty. Before we conclude, I want to applaud the faculty and staff who have worked tirelessly to prepare the next generation of leaders. I want to applaud all of the family and friends, both in the audience, at home, watching online, or or stuck at work. And of course, one final round of applause to our graduates. Congratulations on your accomplishments. Let's go. I can't hear you. I-, I can't hear you. All right, you guys, you guys did not disappoint so there's there's more partying
0: there would be more partying indeed which we'll get to next but supernatural alignment i love that phrase from adama who crushed her president's award speech and if you want to hear her full speech at the 2023 stem winter commencement you can head over to rcbc's youtube page also gotta love president Ciosi cracking some jokes about liberal arts being a cakewalk compared to stem but He did go on to say he was just kidding like he's always known to do and telling his dad jokes. But hey, I'm a liberal arts major and kind of agree. Anyway, President Siosi talking about the partying that was taking place over at the Student Success Center where all the graduates would walk over from Voda Hall over to the Student Success Center where the graduates met up with their loved ones for some selfies, some snacks, and other celebratory occasions including Eli catching up with a very excited organic chemistry major.
3: Hello, my name is Eli. I'm here with Brianna Valori. Okay, so you just finished up the STEM graduation. I wanted to ask you, Brianna, how are you feeling? What's going through your mind? What's uh, what's Bri feeling right now?
5: right now I'm just really excited that I'm like halfway through my studies because I am in the uh, 3 plus 1 program. Hey Mr.
0: Sherlock!
3: Thank you! That's how it goes. No, exactly. Thank you so much.
5: Uh, Professor Um. Sherlock, one of my favorite professors, he's amazing. Uh, Um, He taught me organic chemistry. That was one of my favorite classes. It was super hard but I loved it. Um, It was great. But I'm really excited that I'm like halfway done. It was a really cool experience and it was it was really nice. It was good. I'm, I'm very happy.
3: What would you say are some of your best experiences inside the classroom, outside the classroom? Were you involved in any clubs or extracurriculars?
5: So I was in Student Government Association. I was um, one of the presidents or vice presidents. Um, I was also a part of the Crew Club um, and the, I forget the <laughs> no, name yeah, of it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there was another one where we do volunteering and stuff. You know, um, yeah. Maybe it was Crew, but I can't remember, but anyways, yeah, it was it was fun, it was good, I'm hoping to do it um, in the spring as well. I ha- didn't have much time to do it in the fall because I was busy with classes, but hoping to get back into it. Um,
3: cool, 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 and then last but not least, what would you say is, what are you most grateful for during your time here at RCBC?
5: I'm really grateful for all the people I've met, I've made a lot of good friends, and all the um, the things I've learned, all the teachers were really awesome, and I mean, there were a few where I was like, oh. Yeah, this yeah. is a hard class. <laughs> this stinks. But there are some like like Professor Sherlock or Professor Meadows or they really made it worth it and like fun. and yeah. So it was really good and made some good connections with people. So that.
0: Thank you so much, Brianna. And thank you as well, Eli, so much for hitting the streets to speak with our students. And also shout out to Professor Sherlock, who sounded like he had a profound impact on Brianna's STEM journey there and all smiles around and just love hearing those connections. Anyway, that's going to do it for our 2023 winter STEM commencement coverage on the program pod. And if you're interested in finding out about what else RCBC has to offer in the world of STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, you can head over to rcbc.edu. Meanwhile, we'll be dropping the 2023 liberal arts winter commencement coverage on the next episode of the program pod and wrap up this inaugural event at RCBC. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to the program pod wherever you get your podcast. And of course, thanks for listening.
2: Stay curious and go, go, go change the world.